0: Thank you to Western Washington Coalition for Life for sponsoring today's broadcast of Life Talk Northwest. Born from prayer and a promise in 2018, the WWCFL's mission is to provide encouragement and support through resources, education, and information focused on embracing the beauty and sanctity of all human life. Engage with WWCFL at WWCFL.org or on Facebook at Western Washington Coalition for Life. Thank you, WWCFL, for supporting Life Talk Northwest.
1: Welcome to Life Talk Northwest on Sacred Heart Radio. This is Katie Welch, former Northwest Regional Coordinator and Industry Impact Coordinator for Students for Life of America and Students for Life Action.
2: And I'm Dan Kennedy, a former CEO of Human Life of Washington and current board member of Human Life of Washington. And as we know, the legislature is back in session in Olympia and the abortion state of Washington. That means danger for pregnant women and unborn children. Our guest today is one of the pro-life champions in Olympia, Senator Phil Fortunato. He was elected to the Senate to serve the 30, 31st legislative district. The district includes parts of King and Pierce County. He brings a wealth of private sector and legislative experience, having served as the state representative of the 47th district from 1999 to 2000. He has been a contractor for over 30 years, starting his first business at 18. He is a recognized expert in clean water compliance. And as a contractor, he understands Davis-Bacon Act compliance, employment security, unemployment and business tax issues. And he has done work on the international market. Phil and his wife Suzanne live in Auburn, have five children with his first three sons joining the Marine Corps, so he should be proud of that and I'm sure he is. He has been active in his community including his church, Knights of Columbus, Buckley Eagles, Sons of Italy, Washington Arms Collectors, NRA, Renton and Fish and Game Club, Black Diamond Gun Club and other charitable activities. So welcome Senator Fortunato.
3: Well, thank you. You must be reading my uh, my campaign. Uh,
2: <laughs> thing. Well, they told me I had to say this if I wanted to talk to you. So no. Oh, well, no, yeah. no. well,
3: that was a little, little elaborate, but
2: okay. <laughs> uh, as, I, as I said at the opening, uh, you know, Washington is an abortion state. And uh, when the legislature comes back in session, controlled by the Democrats you know, in, in all phases, uh, that means women and unborn children are in danger. Um, there was a bill while uh, last year, uh, HB 1851. Uh, why don't you tell us about that bill? Well,
3: 1851 was uh, particularly egregious because what it did was it removed the requirement for a doctor to do the procedure. So now it used to be only a doctor could do an abortion. Now it says doctor, physician, assistant, nurse, or health care provider. So this was basically a gift to Planned Parenthood. In addition to that, what it did was it removed criminal liability. Now, why in the world would you remove criminal liability?
2: Yes, This would
3: mean that Kermit Gosnell, who killed three babies who were born alive, and a woman died from his procedure, would be exempt from prosecution in Washington state.
1: Um, So they really don't care about women's health and safety, because if they kill a woman through an abortion, they wouldn't be liable.
2: What they care about is a powerful money lobby of Planned Parenthood for their campaigns. Right, right.
3: It's, It's all about the money. So this is a gift to Planned Parenthood. This is reducing their costs because now you don't have to have a doctor do it. And it removes liability, so it lowers their insurance costs. And, but who is, the, who is the primary recipients of these health care provider abortions? It's not a woman of means. It's not somebody who has health care. It's low-income women and kids, young girls. Those are the ones that are going to be getting this, these procedures. And these, those are the ones that are going to be sacrificed at the altar, altar of abortion for money. I mean, that's what this is all about.
2: Yeah, they are preyed on. Uh, and, you know, it's the same reason why Planned Parenthood locates its facilities in poor areas. Um, those are the people that, that they prey on. And, uh, you know, this is, I mean, it's, it's, that's the way they operate. And you are absolutely right. It is all about the money. So, as Katie says, you know these—they really don't care about women's health. Uh,
3: Oh no, they don't. And and, you know, here's an example. On the Senate floor, there was a bill that, and they're they're running again this year, and I signed on to it. It was informed consent for breast implants. Okay. Now, Mm -hmm. Democrat woman sponsored the bill. She stood up on the Senate floor and spoke passionately about the right. That women have the right to know the risks, and she laid out all the risks, and she said, "You know all this stuff." And women have a right to know. I said, "I support it. I, I voted for it, right?" Mm-hmm. Uh, I told sure. my staff person, "Take that bill, cross out breast implants, and write in abortion." <laughs> Why won't they give that bill a hearing? Because they don't really care about a women a woman having the right to know about abortion. Now. I had another bill that said the State Department of Health has to keep abortion statistics. Because years ago, you used to be able to open up and get a Department of Health report right. that said so many women had an abortion, so many uh, women stayed more than three days in a hospital because of the procedure, so many women are sterile, so many women died. Right. And then the best one, or the, uh, the, the most, the grossest one, is there were 31 abortion failures. Now, an abortion failure is they tried to kill the kid, and the kid lived, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. That's an abortion failure. Now, where are these kids, you know? Why isn't anybody championing them? I mean, you don't come through this procedure unscathed.
2: No, that's right. And,
3: uh, you know, they talk about gun violence and all this other stuff, but nobody talks about this violence. I mean— how how much worse can you get? You know, my mother-in-law used to say, "The more innocent the victim, the more heinous the crime." Mm-hmm. And you can't get more innocent than an unborn child.
1: Yeah, we used to say at Students for Life, if they showed abortion on TV every night, like this, many kids died from abortion, and this is how they died. Abortion wouldn't be legal anymore.
3: Oh yeah, it wouldn't. You know, and and to be, I'll be honest with you. Well, you know, we were first married, we had a kid, the kid's in a backpack, we're going to a county fair, and, uh, and and we saw pictures of dismembered babies, right? Right. Which everybody's, you know, every, oh, you can't show that, you can't show that. We saw that and go, how is this possible?
2: Right, exactly. <laughs>
3: is this what they're actually talking about? And, uh, you know, I go... Uh, You know this. uh, What I want to, you know, you got to be civil in in the in the legislature. But I would I would love to be able to say, (laughs)
2: what's your favorite type of abortion?
3: Is it like when they dismember the baby and rip it out of the mother's womb, or is it when they poison it in the mother's womb and burn it to death? Yeah, you know, yeah, and uh, because that's what we're talking about. And then they go rape and incest. I said, well, if you had a bill that said you would ban abortions except for rape and incest. I would vote for it. Sure. Because we yeah. have an obligation to save one baby. Right. If we could save one, we'll save the rest later. You know, we've they incrementally got this way. Right. But I said, in the, in the 1700s, they did not hang pregnant women pirates because the baby didn't do anything, and they mm-hmm. waited until they gave birth, and then they hung them. <laughs>
2: yeah, and we call them barbaric, right?
3: Yeah, right. <laughs> and I go, Now I want you to think about this. We are enlightened, we are progressive, we are this and that and all this other stuff. But we cannot tell when a when conception begins. We don't know when life begins. Right? Now mm-hmm. I said, if you don't know when life begins, break an eagle's egg and tell me what happened. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? I said, Unborn babies I'm and I'm I I was thinking of running a bill saying Unborn babies have the same rights as endangered species.
1: Yeah, there you go. Right? Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. Al Gore, if you broke an eagle's egg, uh, somebody'd be showing up at your door in a hurry. You know.
3: Oh yeah, you would be taken away in handcuffs. Yeah, body,
2: absolutely. Plus,
3: you killed an eagle. Yep. Now, mm-hmm. if they know you killed an eagle when you broke an eagle's egg, why don't they know when you rip a uh, 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 when you poison a uh, uh, an, an embryo? Why isn't that killing a baby?
2: Right.
1: Doesn't make any sense. So, are there any good legislation being introduced this session or any that well, we should look out to to mine. oppose?
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: so, so, I took my informed consent bill and I added to that to repeal this thing to say only a doctor could do a procedure. Now, do I like that? No, but at least that would limit stuff and at least it would give some protection to women that made this choice because... No matter who you talk to, you know, or you talk to pro-choice women, everybody right. says only a doctor. But nobody brought this up in the election except me. We ran, a, we ran an ad, and we had a, a, a really good pro-life woman doctor who was a, a gynecologist. Right. And she went on there, and she was, you know, about uh, the 1851, and saying, you know, this is harmful to women, and abortion may be legal, but it shouldn't be unsafe. That was the tagline. And uh, and uh, the Democrats went nuts and filed a complaint with the uh, with the uh, uh, medical uh, medical commission, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, hey, if you don't like the ad, don't pay attention to it. Right? You know. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. but I will tell you this: the most violent people are the abortion people. That's those fair. those people will threaten you with death. Mm-hmm. Now the anti-gunners. They threaten you politically. Oh, you know, we're going to vote against you. We're going to campaign against you and all that stuff. But the abortion people, they are the most violent. They are the most, you know, threatening, if you will, on a personal basis. And and they're nuts. They're out of their minds.
2: Yeah, yeah. I walked into the office uh, at Human Life and listened to uh, some really nasty uh, messages in my day. So um, if they are, you know, violence uh, comes from that end. and. Uh, uh, but but they you know they they're promoting violence so that's that's not a shock.
3: Oh yeah right and and but they promote violence under the guise of compassion because they are the compassionate ones and I said I want you to think about this this is really simply murder of convenience. <laughs> I go mm-hmm. that's all this is. Mm-hmm. I go it's inconvenient I'm gonna kill a kid. Yeah. You know. Yesterday we had a couple of uh, Democrat women brought their little kids. One had a little baby who was probably six months old. You know, beautiful children, right? And they bring them up, and they were there when they signed their oath of office and all that stuff. And I said, you know, what's the difference between that kid and what would happen if you didn't want them? You know, right. I, I don't want them. You know, hey, I'm running for office. You know, I uh, it, it's inconvenient for me to be pregnant now, so I'm just going to have an abortion.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know,
3: and uh, and I was on this panel in, in uh, the
2: let's, let's University of that. Washington. Senator, let's hold that for after the break. We are really up against it. We are speaking with uh, one of the pro-life champions down in Olympia, Senator Phil Fortunato. You are listening to Life Talk Northwest on Sacred Heart Radio.
0: He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen.
1: Welcome back to Life Talk Northwest on Sacred Heart Radio. This is Katie Welch, and we are speaking with Senator Phil Fortunato. Uh, Senator, I remember coming down to Olympia as a student and as a regional coordinator and testifying on bills and working to fill hearing rooms with pro-lifers and emailing and calling state legislators. So what are the most effective things that our listeners can do this session to get good bills passed and bad bills stopped?
3: Well, you know, people say it doesn't make any difference to contact my legislator. It does make a difference. Um you know they uh, the the best thing to do is call the legislative hotline when you call the legislative hotline we get an email and it goes directly into our inbox in our uh, into our legislative inbox there's two different inboxes our legislative inbox that goes directly to me and in my internet uh box so if you send a, an email to me personally you know you just type in my email address and send it to me I'll get it, but it'll be mixed in with two or three hundred other emails. Mm-hmm. If you call the legislative hotline, it pops up on my internal box, and I have all your contact information. That,
2: and, by the way, uh, is so you- that that number for our listeners. And you can Google the legislative hotline, Washington State legislative hotline. It'll come up. is 1-800-562-6000. one 562 6000 and even if you don't know who your representative is or who your senator is if you give them your address they'll figure it out.
3: Right, right. They'll look it up and all that stuff. So yeah. so that's very effective because then you can say, you know, hey, I got, you know, uh, you know, and, and I tell people to call me because when they do that, I can stand on the Senate floor and say I had 4000 emails about that. This is important to my district. It's important to my constituents, and uh, so it does give me some, uh, uh, you know, even though you don't have to convince me, <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, but but it does give me that credence that I am speaking for the people in my district. So, but when you when you do that to other legislators, you know, that let them know how many people do you have in your district that care about this issue, and. Um, you can also go to ledge.wa.gov and you can sign up to get certain uh, email things about when bills are going to be heard and what bills are out there and all that stuff. So you can sign up, and you'll get, you'll get email blasts. Now, uh, the other thing that you could do is uh, Katie testified in person, for example, but now they're accepting um, Internet uh, you know testimony, uh, 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 testimony. Mm-hmm. but you don't have to actually testify okay so you don't you know oh gee I don't want to speak you know I'm a little nervous I don't want to speak I don't know what to say sure. don't worry about that just sign in and say you support or oppose right right so you know don't want to speak but I support or oppose because when uh, when the Democrats were getting bills that they they had a lot of people that were in opposition Mm-hmm. they wouldn't say how many people signed in. They'd say, oh, we had so many people signed in. Mm-hmm. But they wouldn't say how many people signed in in favor or opposed.
2: So right, right.
3: We were telling them, hey, you got to get out there and you got to say, I had 4,000 people signed in in favor or 4,000 people signed in favor and 200 opposed or the other way around. Sure. So, So signing in on bills and saying they support those bills or oppose those bills – And they don't have to talk that that is good information it really it helps because it demonstrates because all of this is about elections it's all about elections and it's all about the money i mean i got endorsed by human life i got zero dollars right Right. so i didn't i didn't i didn't say i want to endorse by human life because human life is going to give me a lot of money (laughs) but the other side I mean, Planned Parenthood spent something like $1.2 million in the 30th District to get one of their uh, uh, employees elected. So, I mean, it's all about the money.
2: Oh, it is. It is. And, you know, at at Human Life, I used to get uh, uh, people who would call and say, well, you know, you sent out this thing for us to contact our legislators, but, you know, this thing is going to pass. And I'd say, yeah, I know it's going to pass but they ought to have resistance on it and they ought to know there's resistance on it and they ought to know that people are watching what they're doing.
3: We need right, to make these right. people nervous. Yeah, that's exactly right. And then the you know the flip side of that is that's all during the legislative session, but you also have to be active yes. politically.
2: Yes. Because mm-hmm. that's
3: what makes the difference, you know. And um I mean running for office you know, maybe you're in a district that you know is is hard called core D. Somebody has to be able to say the message. So, you know, maybe you might not be getting get elected, but you're out there. You're you you have a microphone. You can you can send the message out there and and talk about the issue. I mean, I happen to be in a in a in a good district. You know, I told people, hey, I'm pro life and I'm pro gun. I'm not voting against life. I'm not voting against guns. Not to put the two together, but that's uh, you know the truth. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and, I, and and in an interview, and I said, if if you don't want to vote for me because of of this, don't vote for me. Vote for the other guy.
1: <laughs> right. Mm-hmm.
3: So, fortunately, had enough people vote for me.
1: Yeah, we're so thankful for that. <laughs> um, so there's been a lot of talk about Washington becoming an abortion destination state since there's states now in our country that don't have abortion. Uh, So do you think there's going to be any legislation that will be passed that helps women from other states come to Washington to get abortions?
3: Oh, yeah. He's talking about $15 million. So he's talking about $15 million to advertise come to Washington, not because – not to see our beautiful uh, uh, mountains, not to see our parks, not to, you know, the Puget Sound, the ferry boats. Come to Washington to have an abortion. So I actually have a bill that says – if you are a company and you know in in washington for example if you have a parent company that's in a different state and that parent company sends somebody here is willing to pay to send somebody here for an abortion we want you to give an equal amount of money to a non-profit that supports pregnancy centers or abortion counseling
2: mm, good idea. so if
3: you could send if you could pay money to have your employee come here to get an abortion, we want you to support our, our uh, uh, pro-life and uh, nonprofits. Um, I mean, but a constant... I want you to think about this. We write a constitution to protect people's rights, okay? I mean, that's why we have this constitution. That's why we put all these words on paper. That's why we vote on all these bills and all that stuff. And we are passing bills and we are um, uh, attempting to amend the Constitution to kill babies. You have a right to kill your baby. And, I mean, uh, turns my stomach. Yeah. Oh.
1: Yeah, that's... I mean... Go ahead, Katie. Go ahead. I mean, that's why voting good in good legislators matters here in Washington, for sure. Um, so, in our state legislature, do you think abortion is a partisan issue as far as oh, uh, that goes there are
3: no pro-life democrats zero mm-hmm. i mean there, you know I, I said i'm the uh uh you know the member of the catholic caucus and kind of the chairman of the west side and center Patton is mostly on the east side mm-hmm. and we meet with the bishops and and stuff we just had an interview with the catholic conference and uh, i said our catholic caucus is a non-partisan caucus There is just no pro-life
2: Democrats.
3: (laughs) So, you know, I go, we're no, you know, we don't say you can't join our caucus if you're on the other party. But, you know, hey, we're pro-life, we're pro-traditional marriage. And and I asked the Catholic conference, I said, if I run a bill that says uh, uh, February will be traditional marriage month, would you support it? I mean, how did June become Gay Pride Month?
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, okay. I don't get it.
3: I mean, all of a sudden, June is Gay Pride Month. I go, where where is that? I don't recall passing a <laughs> law that said that. You know, but why can't you celebrate traditional marriage?
2: So what did the you Catholic know? Conference say?
3: <laughs> well, I'll get back to you. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, you know, I mean, this is a pretty—I I mean, kids— Kids are being indoctrinated. You know, I'm going to run a bill, and, you know, we we talk about parents' rights, okay? And so we ran numerous parents' rights bills. But now I'm going to run what I'm going to call the Childhood Protection Act. Our children should be protected from being exposed to this crazy stuff in school. This whole, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, I, I go, you know what? It's none of my business how you choose to behave in your private life. That's your business. Don't go bringing that into the classroom. Don't go trying to indoctrinate our children. You know. And I go, we are. You know. Uh, oh, you know, we have the best schools in the nation. Well, yeah. If you, if, if being in the in the middle, twenty five or twenty nine of out of fifty, I think we are. Mm-hmm. If if that's the best school, I like go you know, <laughs> your your math is off. Right. And uh yeah. so mm-hmm. concentrate on actually educating our children rather than indoctrinating them with all this stuff. I mean right. uh you know, the do you remember the bill in Florida? And all that bill in Florida that uh Disney went crazy
2: oh, and everybody yes, went sure. nuts uh-huh. about uh-huh. all
3: that bill said was you can't talk about gender
2: uh Third grade and under. Right, that's right, all it's right. you know, I'm going like, mm-hmm. oh,
3: don't say gay. It's anti. It why didn't say anything that like anti-gay? that. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Why is it? Why is it that if I run a bill that says when uh, February is traditional marriage month, why would that be anti-gay? <laughs> it's not anti-gay. It's pro traditional marriage.
2: Right now, right.
3: nothing's stopping them from you know this and all this other stuff. Well, gay hey, you know, I believe a man marries a woman and has kids. That's the plan. That's the way. If you put if you put, you know, all of this on a geological time scale like sure. you say things like, you know, the 50s were the patriotic period, the 60s were the free love period, and then you get all the way over to now and you go, you know, the 2000s were the insane period <laughs> when you didn't even know, you didn't even know what sex you are. You know. And um
1: yeah.
2: You know, well, I mean,
3: I mean, this is crazy, It is, I, you know, and, uh, and, you know, you got to sit there and you got to be civil. You can't be saying that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my entire life, you know? And mm-hmm. uh, so anyway, I, you know, a little bit, a little bit of a funny aside is my office used to be in the legislative building before they kicked me out because we lost the seat. They gained the seat and they wanted my office. I had to move. Right. Uh-huh. But. In the in in the corner on my side where my office was, there was a woman's room. On the other side, it was a unisex room, right? So I used to use a woman's room. And I would come out, and a Democrat woman was standing there and her arms folded and pointing to the sign. And I said, it's okay. I self-identified as a woman before I went. <laughs> <laughs> so, so now they changed the sign.
2: <laughs>
3: that's great. You know, I go, you can't have it both ways. Yeah, you know? that's right. I go. You know, this is nuts. I, you know, I, I, I said to somebody, I go, you know, if I go into a place and I always get confused when they only have two bathrooms. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I <laughs> asked the funny. Department of Health, I asked the Department of Health, why are only men and women getting COVID? What about the other 726 genders? <laughs> yeah, you know?
2: yeah, exactly right.
3: And, but I want you to think about this. In state law. You know they are. They are that bill, 1851. Mm-hmm. It also changed pregnant woman to pregnant person. Oh, jeez. Right, yeah. and then we have in state law gender nonconforming, two spirited, and all this. <laughs> what is a gender nonconforming
2: person? I mean, uh, you got I don't me. Know. I'm I'm out of options. I got to admit. So, yeah, and I mean, we're also out know. of time. And-
3: but the, but the point is, all of this is being taught to our children in schools. And, you know, abortion is being taught basically as a as a, you know, a, a right. And if you're opposed to this, you're a bigot, you're a this, you're a that. Never mm-hmm. mind the fact that it is totally racist because they are targeting minority communities.
2: Sure they are. Yeah. You know? yeah. Well, with that, uh, Senator, we are out of time. This has been a very enlightening conversation. And again, I want to remind our listeners that uh, the phone number for the legislative hotline is 1 800 562 6000. And it has been a real pleasure. And we'll have you on again, Senator. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me on. So, other than that, I don't really have an opinion. (laughs) Okay. All right. Thank you, Senator. Thanks again. Yeah. God bless. Again. Bye bye. All right. And I'm Dan Kennedy. And you have been listening to Life Talk Northwest on Sacred Heart Radio.
1: And I'm Katie Welch. God bless you all.
0: Thank you to Western Washington Coalition for Life for sponsoring today's broadcast of Life Talk Northwest. Born from prayer and a promise in 2018, the WWCFL's mission is to provide encouragement and support through resources, education, and information focused on embracing the beauty and sanctity of all human life. Engage with WWCFL at WWCFL.org or on Facebook at Western Washington Coalition for Life. Thank you, WWCFL, for supporting Life Talk Northwest.